pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It is National Bald is Beautiful Day, Tony. How you celebrate? I'm Tony Kornheiser. You think I'm bald? I'm just thinning. You think I'm bald? Yeah, you know. Really? You're sort of stealing it's... a line from me there. I, you know, oh. think I'm bald. I'm shaved. I said that yeah. for, tw- I've been saying that for, how long have I shaved my head now? Since 1994. Wow, I'm coming I up on 30 years of shaving yeah. my head. I have no hair, and each day I look at the top of my head yeah. and it expands. It's like the Gobi Desert. Well, take there. it on out. It's take really it on frightful. out, homie. Uh, Come home. I look even worse. Come it on home. For me. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, we will get to the Max Scherzer injury news in a moment, but we begin today with fallout from the Aaron Rodgers injury. The NFLPA has called for the NFL to change all of its turf surfaces to natural grass. NFLPA Executive Director Lloyd Howell said, quote, while we know there's an investment to making this change, there is a bigger cost to everyone in our business if we keep losing our best players to unnecessary injuries, unquote. Wilman, do you think the players will get the owners to agree to this? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Tony. This is a fairly easy one. The owners in the National Football League together like to hide, hide behind the notion of player safety. They hide behind it. Because they say, let's have player safety. Let's have all these protocols that deal with concussions. But let's add a game. Let's try to add two where they're knocking the snot out of each other. So they just lie. They're such hypocrites. But this is an easy place to make yourself look better. This is an easy PR move for the owners to agree. The players want this. And, Tony, I find this interesting because years and years ago, after they got rid of places like the dump that was the Philadelphia with a veteran stadium and these places that had turf the vet. where people tore the vet. up their bodies on this stuff. Right. There was a, right. you know, a next evolved turf and a field turf. And, you know, people come in and they say, well, this is better. But we go back to natural grass, it seems, each time in some form of that. So just do it. If this latest yeah. study says this is going to help players avoid injury, just do it. The league makes all the money in the world. And again, they lie about how much they care about safety. Then show you care even if you really don't. All right. So I'm going to do a little pushback here. I'm going to state, first of all, that Aaron Rodgers did not have a non-contact injury. He was chased and he was put down on the ground. And I'm going to suggest that it's possible that the freakish quality of this injury was such that it cannot be tied directly to the fact that it was artificial turf. That very is loyally, the counter argument. by you. That's the counter argument. Right. Now, having said all that, I would do this. I would go back to grass the way it was when football was invented. I would invest in grounds crews, however much money that costs yes. to keep the grass yes. going well. Because I would not, Mike... I would not want players to be able to say this to me as an owner. You're putting us in jeopardy. We have agreed to play a violent sport, but you got to help us when we fall down. To me, the tipping point, Mike, is soccer. It's the World Cup. These stadiums have agreed. The World Cup said, we're not letting you have the games. I guess it's 2026. We're not letting you have the games unless you have natural grass. And they said, okay, we will lay natural grass in on top of the turf. If you're willing to do that, then you have to be willing to do this, it seems to me. It's about money. Oh, everything. The answer to all your questions is money. Mike, I, I think we need to say this. Football is not baseball. 
Football, you have hard contact on the ground on every single play. Baseball, occasionally you dive in the outfield. It, it's different. You place your foot in the ground and you make a severe cut. I mean, you, ju you just, grass is better. Everybody knows it. You're making, as you say, billions of dollars. Invest just in this it. one. Invest Spend, in Hire the, the ground yeah. crews. Do what you have yeah. to do. Yeah. Treat it like a golf course. You bring in people, and if they have to get down on their knees with scissors to yeah. cut a blade, then do it. No, you're right. Then do it. No, because the, the only owners. reason they don't do it is to put in concerts and monster truck yes. events yes. So that, so yes. because they're afraid the grass will be torn up. That's, so go to grass. That's right. Yeah, we're agreed. Should be easy to solve. Should be. The Texas Rangers suffered a loss during a win last night. Max Scherzer, your boy, Tone, is out for the yep. regular season. This is sad. Yep. And likely the playoffs after suffering a strained Terrace Major muscle against the Blue Jays last night. He had not allowed a run in that game, and the Rangers ended up winning at 6-3. But, Tom, what did last night mean in full for the Texas Rangers? Okay, primarily what it means for the Texas Rangers is that they moved up in the standings and held on to the wild card. Yeah. They are one game closer to, to the playoffs right now than they were yes. before that game started. They also beat Toronto, which means they won the season series with Toronto, as they had with Seattle. So they get the tiebreak over the two teams that are closest to them in the wild card race. Now, did they win the battle and lose the war? Yeah, I'm afraid that's exactly what happened. He was a warrior god last night. He went five and a third, Scherzer did. He allowed no earned runs, three hits, and he got the W. And he's also, and, and we are reminded of this, Mike. He's 39 years old. Now he's out for the rest of the season. Aaron Rodgers, 40. After the, he can't go on, can't go on forever. Scherzer's had oblique problems before. This, I guess, is, is not the oblique, right? This is a different deal. He's, he's out. He's done yeah. for this year. So that is a loss. They need him. It's a big loss for the Texas Rangers. They don't have so much pitching. They can't do without Scherzer. And Scherzer's been very inconsistent. He's had games like last night and then two previous to that where he gives up nothing. And then got a game rocked. like the previous one where he gets shelled. So he's not, yeah. he's not, you know, three years ago, you know, Max Scherzer, where he's just locked down. But they still need him, Tony. There's not so much great starting pitching. It's like, to carry your analogy further, great quarterback play. There's not so much of it you can just turn your nose up at it. And you don't have Max Scherzer, you're going to be struggling, particularly when you're trying to hold off the Blue Jays, you're trying to catch and Seattle, you're trying to perhaps catch Houston if you can with their own 40-year-old ace. That's an interesting situation in the West, Tony. Who got hit last night, who gave up five earned last five night earned. in seven. Yeah, and so yeah. Yeah. I just I feel, I feel bad for Max Scherzer. He'd been on the Texas Rangers two minutes. I don't care about the Texas Rangers. Feel bad for Max Scherzer, right. but you know, Tony, it's time. I mean, it just, he and Justin Verlander, next stop Hall of Fame. I'm not going to sit here and weep for them, even as much as Aaron Rodgers, because they've known they, this. They could feel it. They know everything about their right. bodies. They're giving it one last shot. They knew it was coming. It didn't work with the Mets. You know what, and Mike? so they gave up you know on what? that. That's a great pennant race, though. That's it three is. teams cool within race. a game and a half of each other. Yeah. And I know that you always thought that Houston would get the lead and expand the lead. I did. You've always said that I on did. the air. Yeah. And they haven't done that. And Oakland has beaten them twice in a row. And each team has been in the lead. Seattle got in the lead briefly when they went 
25 and 6, I think, after the All-Star break. They have put on the brakes lately. They're like 3 and 7 in the last 10. But that's a great pennant race. It is. And it's, it's meaningful fun. to watch it. And, and you know it what? Is. Tony, pennant races used to be a staple. Those are yeah. what would lead shows like this, if there were shows like this, for 100 years. And so now when you get one like you get in the West, good. Let's cheer it. Let's watch it and appreciate it. Wait, wait, wait. We haven't done this show for 100 years. It feels like a big fraction. 100 years. We moved to Dion because you can't do a show without Dion. That's right. There's a piece by Fox's Brian Fisher suggesting that Dion's immediate success may lead to lots of coaches breaking up their teams and bringing in lots of new players the way Dion did at Colorado. Wilbon, do you see other college coaches following and succeeding with Dion's Colorado model? Well, I see them trying to follow. They'll try to follow. They'll try to go and throw off whoever on their teams they can throw off and go to the transfer portal and try to get the best players in. They're going to fight. They do it anyway. Dion didn't. Dion just took this to a new level. Dion didn't invent this. College coaches have been lying and, and hiding and stashing and passive aggressively throwing people off teams for 100 years. Now, Dion came in and said, oh, really? This is now legal? We can do this above board? Then here's how we're going to do it. And all the guys out there, like your boy Rule in Nebraska, who took shots at Dion, then I'm just giving you a hard time. Thinly veiled shots. I I loved, as you know, Dion putting their faces in it. I love that, and I want it to continue all season. Are they as charismatic as Dion? No. Do they know as much about football as Dion? No. Do they appeal to kids in their living rooms if coaches still go to the living rooms, if transfer portals exist in the living room? No. So, so I hope they fail miserably at it, but they will attempt yeah. it. What I like, Ben, this is a very good show. You hate all the owners uh, in the NFL. They're all liars. You hate almost every college football coach. They're liars as well. Yeah. So that, that's good. They're we're, liars. We're, I don't hate really them, moving. but they're liars. Along. Uh, Often. So let me say this. Um, the, my, my first reaction, my first impulse is to say, hold on a second, Sparky. Dion's situation is different than others. Dion walked into a 1-11 and team where almost everybody deserved to load up because it was a 1-11 team. Dion also walked in with players he had already coached on the college level, including his son, the quarterback, yeah. and Travis Hunter, a two-way player. So that when Dion said... I'm coming in with all new luggage, and it's Louie. He wasn't kidding around. (laughs) All right? Now, it's only two games, and there's 10 more to go. But it looks like he's doing it well. I agree with you. A lot of coaches will do this. And I agree with you. They will fall on their faces. And I agree with you for the very specific reason. And don't ever underestimate how personally charismatic Deion Sanders is. Amen. A lot of guys can coach football. Not a lot can lead to French Revolution, okay? (laughs) Dion is different than these other people. What I'm interested in most, though, Mike, is this, the transfer in the balance of power. I thought, and you thought, that the transfer portal liberated all the players. But if coaches come in and start throwing out 30 or 40 guys, say to them, you get in the portal, you get out of here. They were doing it then, already. Then I, saw, I wonder if they don't reclaim a certain well, amount of power Well, they're trying to, Tony. Sport. That's what they want in this yeah. new rule. Reclaim. I'm glad they're reclaim. They already had it. They threw 30 and 40. Maybe not 30 and 40. They threw 10 to 20 guys off the team. That's why I said lying. But, Tony, I don't mean that Dion, their characters Dion, are... Dion got rid of... 
50. Okay. Right? I said he took it to a new level, didn't I? But they were throwing guys off when the rules didn't allow for it. All these sanctimonious coaches who now hate Dion and want to take Dion at their conference media days. They want to take shots. How's it feel now, Sparky? Dion's got your face in it. Good. Good. It's too bad that I like Dion so much or I would yell back, but I like Dion. You can't, I you, covered him. He was going to buy me a this. burgundy you suit. You love what he's you know. doing. You know you do. I do. I do. Me Let's too. take a break. Coming up is Zach Wilson, your boy. Yeah. The Jets' best solution at quarterback for the rest of this season. This and season. later, another big night, another one for Freddie Freeman. Dion. Again. Dion. Everything is Dion. Freddie Freeman. Matt Olson, yeah. Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr. All MVP quality. All. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We went so long in our first segment that we only have time for one What's the Word, even though I put on the doctor jacket and everything. Give it to me. Give it to me. The Jets would be blank to stick with Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback. So my word is compelled. Tom Brady's not going to take their phone call. He's not coming back. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, did you watch them last year? They weren't any good. Zach Wilson is the quarterback that was – now, look. Last year was a bad year for him because, if you remember, Mike, he didn't even take responsibility when, when they, no, things went bad, bad on offense and the defense said, what are you doing? And, you know, it was one of that. And he got benched. Everybody says that Aaron Rodgers was tutoring him. Everybody says Zach Wilson is different. And everybody says this, Mike. He was the number two overall pick. Yeah. Okay. But that's not a guarantee. Ryan Leaf was the number two overall pick. Mitch Trubisky was the number two overall pick. I think you're compelled to stay with him because he knows the offense. He knows the team. And you don't have anything better right now. You don't have anything better. So maybe it works out. I said yesterday, and I will say again today, I think Rodgers going out like this kills the team. Maybe I'm wrong. Tony, the Jets, first of all, would be pragmatic to stick with Wilson. Pragmatic. I mean, the, the Tom Brady thing is just the dumbest idea. It's the dumbest question. Anybody who continues to put it out there, please stop. 
Don't insult me. Tom Brady's not coming in the middle of a season to a place, a team. He doesn't know just because he's Tom Brady. Stop. Stop being idiots on sports talk radio and television and everywhere else you can be idiots. Now, pragmatic, because this kid does know this system. Whatever he was last year, Tony, he's got to have evolved some because he's been with Aaron Rodgers all offseason right. and all summer. That's right. And a coaching That's staff right. and a team where he can look around and say, you know what, there's a better way to do this. I better listen to this old dude. He may get hurt, but my body's got to be younger and fresher, and I can take some of what he's taught me and go and use it. And I think the Jets can be a playoff team with Wilson. He's got some talent. It's practical. It's pragmatic yeah. to leave his I, butt I will in say there. this. He got knocked down and humiliated so much last he year did. that if he's a great athlete, which everyone says, you know, Response, you get baby. to be number two without Response. that, maybe you come back. Wilbon just had the final word. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Chiefs get some good news. Chiefs need some good news, Tony. They haven't had any in a while. And the Las Vegas Aces were the best team in the WNBA's regular season. by a little bit. But what should we expect when the playoffs start tonight? Yeah, he was benched last year, right, Mike? He was benched. He deserved it. Because he did not take responsibility. He earned being benched, and now he's in there. Yeah. So support him and stop talking yeah. about Tom damn Brady. This is a real good second chance. It is. It a is. A real good second chance. Good defense, all that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 74th birthday, Rick Dempsey. History wow. lesson, kids. Dempsey was a catcher who played an amazing 24 years for the Twins, Yankees, Orioles, Indians, Dodgers, and Brewers. He had a nondescript career in terms of numbers, 233 batting average, 96 homers, 471 RBI, over 1,765 games, an average of about 75 games a season. Catchers play forever because they're needed Everybody loves the backup catcher, 
Dempsey was on a World Series champion with the Dodgers and with the Orioles. In 1983, Dempsey became one of the least known World Series MVPs of all time after batting 385 and hitting the key home run in the clinching Game 5 against Philadelphia. Dempsey later coached for the Orioles and became one of their broadcasters. Tony, I was around covering for the Washington Post a lot of those Orioles teams with Rick Dempsey as the catcher. And his was the locker you wanted to stand in front of for hours after a game and learn baseball at the highest possible level. And look at the pitchers that Dempsey was handling, by the way, including one yeah. Jim Palmer, including. Yeah, so he played the most games with the Orioles and the most games per season with the Orioles. He had the most success there. He was in their Hall of Fame. Happy anniversary, Tom Chaney. This is posthumous, but around this day, 61 years ago, the Washington Senators' righty set the major league record by striking out 21 Orioles. It took him 16 innings and 228 pitches. Chaney had 13 strikeouts through nine, and manager Mickey Vernon wanted to make a pitching change, but Chaney told him, quote, I started this damn game and I'm finishing it, unquote. His 228th pitch, a called third strike. The volume of pitches took a toll. Chaney was never again as good. Okay, 228 pitches is crazy. Wow. But not that long ago, pitchers regularly threw 130 to 150. Now anything over 110 is cause for psychiatric evaluation of the pitcher, <laughs> the manager, and the GM. Tony, did an alarm would go off. If a guy got to 110, an alarm would go off, and three analytics fools would run <laughs> out of the press box to grab the pitcher and fire the manager. Baseball has yeah. changed, has it not? It has. Happy trails, you're gonna love this. Happy trails to two extra base hits for Nolan Jones of yes, the Rockies. I, I was watching. Cubs rookie center fielder, Pete Crow Armstrong, whom we talked about here yesterday when he was called up to the majors, gave evidence why he was called up. Once running to his right and later running to his left, he made a couple of highlight reel catches, robbing Nolan Jones of doubles or triples. The Cubs lost the game 6-4, but Cubs fans in the stands at Coors Field started chanting PCA. Crow Armstrong's parents and a bunch of family friends were there to watch. Crow Armstrong said of his defense, and I quote here, I have dreamed literally about making those catches. I expect to make them. Tony, center field is not a position where the Cubs have forever and ever and ever had a great player. We've got a lot of great players and stars, but this kid seems like the natural. Rick Monday, after he came over from the Dodgers, he was out there for a minute. But I'm excited already about watching this kid play. He's that good. In Colorado, we turned that into Wrigley Field West the last two nights. We need to win this game tonight, win the series. Do you like the fact that both his parents are actors? They're that's actors. a little weird that's for us, wonderful. but I'm okay with that. A little strange. I think that's just wonderful. Strange. All right, let's go to the big finish if we could. Let's do it. Matt Olson hit his 51st home run, tying the team record, Braves team record, set by Andrew Jones. Your thoughts? How far is he going? I mean, we, you know, there's a few games left, double-digit games. How, what, I mean, he's past Henry Aaron. That's all that matters. Freddie Freeman went four for five with a home run, and the Dodgers win on his birthday. You impressed with that? He's a great player. He's a Hall of Fame player. He kills the Washington Nationals. You know that Freddie Freeman, when he left to go to the Dodgers, that's when Matt Olson yes. came into the Braves. It's like, yeah. and they're no both regret. MVP candidates. No regret. Two of four. Travis Kelsey. And your boy Chris Jones practiced today for the Chiefs. What does that mean? They're home now. Now we can start to judge the Chiefs when they play Jacksonville at Jacksonville Sunday. They got two of their three most important players back. The Nationals extended GM Mike Rizzo. Does that make sense to you? 
They extended uh, Davey Martinez just a couple of weeks ago. Both of these people have been there a while. Rizzo longer than Martinez is the GM of a, of a World Series could've winning team. Could have gone to team. the White Sox, though. It, Rizzo could have gone to the White Sox. Chicago boy yeah, could have gone to the I think the it means side. that the sale isn't imminent. Last okay. one. WNBA playoffs tip off tonight. Who you got? It's hard not to have the sun and the aces, though I'm rooting for the sky. I don't know what chance this guy have against Las Vegas in this series. Time. It's going to be tough. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Colin St. Maxson's shout-out, club champ at Columbia. Congratulations. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's SportsCenter. So you don't have the New York team the way they played lately? You don't have them? Nah.